You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. Tonight, we will be continuing our interview with Dr. Rebecca Foster, clairvoyant, spiritual medium, doctor of health services, author, YouTuber, ex-ghost hunter, and Sasquatch whisperer. Without further ado, let's continue this insightful interview with the real Dr. Rebecca Foster. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. I was with a lady. We went. She knew a priest. We went through the house with sage, clearing every room, closets, bathroom, you name it. He's reciting scripture. She's telling the entity to leave. That's her house, her domain. That he's not allowed. We check up every. Uh, seems like every month now since uh, she haven't had any problems since then. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Nothing too, it wasn't anything too serious, but stuff was breaking, some small stuff, plates and things being thrown at her. But it still mm-hmm. scared her, and she wanted something done about it, and we had to make sure like it wasn't nothing like that was going to, nothing demonic or too strong. And uh, we were able to get a hold of that priest, and that took care of it. and a pastor, two different churches, two different denominations, brought them to my home, explained to them what I do, and they both sat there and looked at each other and looked at me and went, well, you're going to have to handle this one yourself. And if you have God, then you shouldn't be afraid. And I was like, is that all you're going to tell me? If I have God, I shouldn't be afraid? Okay, fine. So I went down the stairs into my basement, and I faced this demonic energy that used to go, and used to terrify my kids. Um, I ran up the stairs while I, I started, ah, Jesus, she scared the hell out of me. I'm so sorry. Talk about demons and you sneak up around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Myself. So he used to get terrified. 
terrified he'd go upstairs when he heard the cuckoo. But um, I'm walking up the stairs, and I got around the bend, and this thing came barreling up the stairs at me. He was asleep in his crib, and I ran out the door, and I and it, boom, it slammed against the door, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Come to find out that it happened to the people that had lived in the house prior. This, It was just, it was... Uh, really a terrifying um, situation and I can tell you you can never 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 get me to step foot in that old house again it was one in Illinois and I would, I'd never go back into it again ever do you want to um, and, and it's I think it's up to you do you want to um, in this podcast give out your contact information if someone who's out there as a listener is struggling with these things and really needed some help yeah. or some relief or some guidance um, did you want to to give some contact information how someone would reach you in the event that, yeah. uh, that you could help them? Yeah. Sure. You know what? I do I do elective private reading, um, but I do a lot more free stuff. So I always tell people, if you want to find out more about me, go on my website. It's really simple. RebeccaFoster.co or GodsTool.com. They all take you to the same place. And then on the events page are linked to all of the events that I do that are free. But um, I am more than happy to help someone who is really struggling, and I don't question it. Um, I'm not gonna make someone pay. And I can sense an energy. I can sense if they're just trying to be like cheap or if they're really in need, and I don't question it. Um, I, I, well, I will tell people though, I won't be taken advantage of. Like if you have a, a, if you have a problem, I'll help you, but I'm not gonna help you 12 times in a row. You have to stand on your own feet, and that's I know when to let go and, and let people strengthen themselves. So I do a lot of free stuff on YouTube and Facebook alike. So um, do you yeah. want to do you want to give us your YouTube channel? Oh, yeah, it's, it's youtube.com forward slash c forward slash Rebecca Foster. So if people go on there and search Rebecca Foster PhD, it'll take them straight to my website. Or to the, the YouTube channel. Um. So Rebecca, I got a, I got a question here. Now I, so when you see spirits and stuff, because I've I experienced something one time where I just I didn't find out till later that whatever it was that I saw wasn't actually there. That it was. It looked just like a little girl, like it was like a like a kid standing there, who acknowledged yeah. this kid acknowledged me. It was in a very public place with other people, where the kid was two feet from somebody else sitting at a desk. So, I if I hadn't done some asked some questions afterwards, um, I would never even have known that the kid wasn't really standing there. That it was that that right. didn't exist. So. Like when we're you know walking around the mall, well malls don't even exist anymore, do they? We're walking around the amusement park or, or the fair or whatever or a public place. Like how many how many of what we perceive to be like actual living people walking by? How many of those people could just or those what we're seeing could be just like a ghost or somebody that's not that exists that you just think it's a person? That's a good you know? question. Yeah, I mean. You're absolutely right. Uh, they're ev- they're everywhere, and, and I 
trying to tell kids all the time. They're at the schools. They're at Walmart. They're at the mall. They're at the park. They're they're walking down the sidewalks next to you. Well, to be they're fair, just, there, to be fair, there are some very scary things at Walmart just in general. <laughs> okay. Not just in general, that is true. That just is in general. True. Okay. And you know, as long as you guys don't mind, I'm going to continue doing this too in the car. So I, in a little okay. while, I have to go pick up my son. Oh, right. I don't mind. I, right. I can talk and read at the same time. But you're right. They're everywhere. And I actually, um, I'll send you guys a photo I took. I was playing hide and seek with this little boy at Ashmore State. Mm-hmm. And it was me and my son who just scared the bejesus out of me. And we were the only two in the building. And I was upstairs playing hide and seek with him. And I kept saying, I'm going to catch you. I'm going to take your picture. And he was laughing and running through. And then he went through a bathroom and there was Latin. And I said, I see you. And I took his picture. And... If you if you look at the photo from the distance, it looks like nothing. But when you close up, he's standing right there with his glasses and his hair cut, and he looks at people like that's a kid. I'm like, it's not. It's it's him. It's Albert. He was on the other side. He was 14 or 15, and he he was a part of the poorhouse. Uh, so um, yeah, yeah, and he followed me home. He screwed around with my transmission. He played hide and seek with the kids for about three weeks, and I made him leave. I mean, because he started like ruining the way my vehicle was running. I yelled at him, told him he had to leave, and did. But you, but you, I mean, you know, right? You would know right away, right? I mean, you're in tune. You would know. Okay. You, okay. Yeah. And then, and then, so, you know, like the judge and Jerry, they've had extensive experiences. I've had a couple. Jason desperately (laughs) would love to experience something. Would yeah. love to see a ghost, an entity, and just can't, or or he can, and like you said, you think most people, everybody can can channel that in. Um, yeah. What would your professional advice be to Jake? Just be like, be glad you, you've never seen anything, or um, you know, I mean, what would your advice to be be to somebody like Jason who's who desperately wants okay. to see something and has it? What? Having someone like Jason on an investigation is is one of the best things because one, they're fearless. Okay, people like that are fearless. Um, two, they uh, are open to anything, so anything is possible to happen. But you have a, an honest opinion of well, I that may be that because that person is not looking for everything to be. Oh my God, that was a ghost. <gasps> Did you hear that? That was a ghost. It's not all this drama about. Oh my God, that was a ghost. Instant dive to a ghost. There is skepticism, which then leads to either debunking or researching it more. So I love having skeptics around, and I love having people who have not experienced anything because they're they're looking for not so much the ghostly experience, but for what can explain this behavior. And I, I think that it's imperative to have people like that. I will say my husband is somebody who um, did not believe in any of this until me. And he has recently just started going with me on investigations and having his own experiences. And he is one of those who will walk into a dark room, blood stained without fear because he's just like, eh, no big deal. He doesn't care. Um, but he has just recently started experiencing like, wow, this is, this is happening. I'm, I'm getting feedback or I'm, I'm hearing this or, uh, this is what's happening. You know, he, he's had his own little experiences here and there. So I think, 
I don't want to remove people who are debunkers and skeptics. I love reading for skeptics because they're, just, they're not expecting anything. So when stuff comes through, it's like, wait, how does she, they're trying to debunk. Like, how does she know this? She doesn't know me. She never talked to me before. That is the best. So we do need people who are skeptics. Uh, and so I would hope that not all of them experience something, but mm-hmm. uh, I think the natural behavior is to debunk. It's not, so even if somebody does have that experience, their natural behavior will be to let's try to figure out where that came from. So. Well, and then that brings, you know, the Ozark Howler here. He is the ultimate skeptic, okay? Um, and in fact, bef- before we got on here, he was, he was explaining to us that some things happened to him as a kid that he then went back and explained away. So, okay. Mr. Howler, would you like to, to, to join in and, and, and kind of maybe tell them Dr. Foster about some of these experiences and how you explain them away and and maybe maybe she can enlighten you or maybe you can stay steadfast to your belief well you know actually I kind of have mixed emotions um, after listening to it a little bit but you know I used to uh, be around dogs I still handle around dogs a lot and you know sometimes dogs seem to see something that's not there and and a lot of times when we were younger, we just, you know, you just, uh, you just assume it's a weather-generated deal or maybe they, uh, you know, they hear something further away than you do or something you don't necessarily. Right. You walk right where they walk and there's nothing there. Yeah. You know? And, um, I, I mean, that's about the best way I can explain it. It's, it's they, they uh, you know. No, I get it. There's nothing there, so so, and, and maybe it's because I, I'm like Jason, and I can't find anything. You know, maybe maybe we're just blinded to it. I don't know. So you're comparing uh, the rest of us to dogs? Just you, just you, just you. Animals are extremely psychic. They're mm-hmm. they, they they are not told you can't see these things. They're not told that you can't the dimensions if every child was allowed to believe and understand what they see rather than you're not hearing things you're not saying they would never close off to those things um, when people come to me and say my three-year-old is seeing her grandmother I'm like awesome ask her about her grandmother what is she talking about if they come to me and say my three-year-old is talking to a little girl okay wait first of all what's the little girl doing is she afraid of the little girl <laughs> because I always want to discern between is this grandma or is this something pretending to be a playmate? Um, but animals, back on track, are very psychic. And animals sound just like human. They have a voice. They talk to people. Um, like if an animal, let's say, is at a murder scene, uh, they're great witnesses because they'll tattle on whoever did it. Um, hence, like OJ's dog. And then when there was a murder in Omaha, the dog, their husky, helped sell that one. So. Animals talk, they're, they're, and they tell on their owners. My owner isn't going to the bathroom as they should. They're eating too much. They sleep too much. There's someone at the door at night at 11 o'clock peeping in. I mean, uh, dogs, cats, they talk a lot, and they should be trusted. If the dog is staring up in the dark, growling, trust it, because your eyes may not see it. And actually, I think I have a picture of that somewhere. What at Ashmore, some people brought their their um, 
their helper dog, their service dog with, doesn't growl, is trained not to growl. And we were on the third floor, which is known for like uh, the, the worst of the worst. And dark, 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 I'm talking to a little boy who's hiding and the dog starts growling into the darkness. So the owner took pictures at the darkness and later showed them to me and you can see the dude standing there, transparent blackness in the room. And I was like, oh my gosh, the dog was seeing this guy and you guys, nobody could see him. So, and he didn't like it because he was growling. But. You know, out here in the country, there's these old uh, family cemetery plots on these farms, you know, where, you know, a hundred years ago, they buried people on the farm or whatever yeah. and a lot of times the dogs would go around them but i'm assuming that the dogs go around them because the handlers over the years always go around them does that make sense so yeah. it's a learned behavior the yeah. dogs learn yeah. it from the from the handler not necessarily that the dogs realize that that there's something there right mm-hmm. no so, I don't know. I, uh, no i the dogs, um, excuse me, I have to let my dogs out, speaking of which. Come on, guys. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, come on, excuse me. Doggies have to go out. So they do learn behaviors. However, they um, they are also their owners, you know, they're, they're handled by their owners. So if they sense that there is something there that is going to hurt their owner or endanger them, they're going to let you know. They just like they sense a bad person. If um, if I have some jerk over that um, my dog all of a sudden will look at a funny way. I'm like, um, put him away because he's obviously picking something up about this person that um, is it that he's going to bite this person. We need to move the dog, and so. Uh, yeah, I think dogs, I'm sorry, dogs sense that kind of stuff. They know what is, if a person or an energy is good or bad. And I trust it. I trust my dog. Well, well then, on that, on that note, can you explain then why every day when I'm delivering mail, I'm constantly barraged by siege dogs trying to bite me, Because they're growl good. at me. I mean, they're good judge of character. I mean, am I that bad? Do they know I'm bringing them bills? Sent these guys a picture yesterday. I was at a horse show, 
and you guys got open. And mm-hmm. I was standing holding the horse, and the horse turned its nose and started rubbing it against <laughs> against like my arm. And it, I mean, it's kind of out of character for the horse. And somebody took it was just taking a picture of me holding the horse. Mm-hmm. It took two of them back to back. And in one of the pictures, in one of the pictures she showed me, there was like a green squiggly line over the horse's face. And the and what the horse was doing was acting like there was something on its nose and it was trying to get it off. And yeah, and I and I said something to her, I said, she looked at the picture, she goes, oh my gosh, there's something on here. And she took another picture. So there was three pictures taken in a matter of like 30 seconds and only mm-hmm. one of them had this line. And it wasn't a line that, you know, she, she tried to recreate like through the editing uh, thing. Like, could I have accidentally made this green line? And I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. And so mm-hmm. it was, it was like something was messing with the horse's face, and then when yeah. we saw the picture, it's like, well, something's yeah, probably, something's there. Something's probably there. Yep. Was this like in inside like a stall or inside no, we, the? we were in the we in were the in the, we were in the barn and in the aisleway, and it's a huge. It was at the it was at the Ohio State Fair, so there was. I mean, it's okay. that building's been there for yeah, yeah. That's the one, right? Yep. That's yep. Well, been there forever. It, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny that. What you're saying because what it feels like is uh, it feels like a like a female's energy and uh, she actually looks like someone who would ride a horse I would think maybe in the 1930s so like the longer dress side uh, side saddle uh, that's interesting most of them looks like I don't know I hear something like butterscotch. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, I mean, if it didn't to me, like if it was something there that that it was somebody that had a genuine genuine interest in horses and was probably coming up and just hey, you know, pet the horse on the nose and yeah, the horse is like, you know, stop it, you know, mm-hmm. stop it. So. Um, but that leads us in, you're talking about other animals that can talk. I have been interested in hearing yeah. about your squatching experience here in, was it, well, can, yeah. I, can I say it was in Ohio or not? Because I, I just did. Yeah, because I was in Ohio. <laughs> so, so how, did that come, how did that come about? I mean, is that, and, and tell us what you can about that experience. Okay. For the year prior to going there, I was actually working with people that had been visiting with Squatchies. They did not tell me anything about them. Actually, their energy had the Squatchies on them. So uh, one of the gentlemen came to me and he goes, I have a question to ask you. And I looked at him and I said, I'm supposed to tell you that, yes, they're real and they're there. And he was like, what? The Native American influence, they've been around forever. It's not like they just—they've uh, just come into play. Sasquatch has been part of Native American um, culture for hundreds of thousands of years. Um, and mortals, I'm going to tell you what was really strange. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. 
That's Ohio for you. Oh, Jerry, I'm sorry, you're way younger. So, yeah, I'm gonna be so 30 what, soon. So, so what? So, so what was? So what was that wall that you were? I mean, what, what were you experiencing? I've never seen it before. I've never, I've never experienced it before. It was the first time that I stood there feeling like I was standing in front of a wall of water, and uh, I was with. Uh, Ohio Night Stalkers, I don't know if you know them, but um, uh, Mike Miller and Mike Feldner, and um, I know the Night Stalker. It was, it was, uh, they weren't there yet, and uh, I was by myself, uh, my son was asleep in the cabin, and uh, I was wandering around, and this thing was screaming back and forth at me, and uh, banging, and it was just a, an amazing experience. So, so, but I, the wall left. I've never seen it again. Hmm. So I wonder. I mean, I mean, this is just me throwing this out there. I wonder if the wall, like, if so, you said you had been in communication with some of those Sasquatch. Um, if they were able to move interdimensionally through a port, maybe they have the ability to maybe kind of knowing that you can see them, or knowing that you, maybe they were putting up a wall to kind of defend themselves against you or something ones that didn't know that you were coming or you hadn't been talking to talking to those specifically I mean I don't know I mean, you know. so for protection well, until they got a feel for you Members of the uh, the group here that would 
probably raise their hands oh, yeah. and say, hey, take me, <laughs> take me along. <laughs> take me along. Yes, it's so much fun, though. It's so much yeah. fun because um, I was basically, you know, we were walking in the dark. You can't see anything. It's pitch black. And I got this feeling of, like, it wants us to stop. It's basically saying, stop here. And as we stopped, I said, we have to turn around. And we were turning around, and it started whipping these rocks at us. And I was like, just head down, submission, walk. And so you got me and these guys, all of us, like, hunkered down, trying to get past where they're throwing all these rocks at us. It was just us. There was nobody out there. It was... We were in the middle of nowhere, so uh, we we ended up leaving and going to another place. And I was by, and I go, okay, wait, stop here. So we stop, and Mike Felder, I said, do one of your calls. And he does this call, and the he does this call, and then all of a sudden you get whoop 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 whoop, and the, the coyotes are going nuts, and this thing does this huge holler back to him, and I was like, oh, it was so cool. So, so those guys, I mean, they certainly are knowing that you have this intuition that you know that there's something out there. Are they wanting, saying, no, let's not go back. Let's go find these things. I mean, what experience do those guys have firsthand with, I mean, have they seen these Sasquatch? Have they taken pictures? Have they taken video? Have they, I mean, what is their terror in the woods those two they were um, presented on that from their experiences and i think they're actually going to do some speaking i think it's tonight or tomorrow the 20th tomorrow at some library out there because they're in ohio too so okay Okay. i posted about it on my facebook feed okay so we'll have to to check that out Mm-hmm. You'll have to go, yeah, go check with them. They're, they know so much. This is what they've been doing for years. And, uh, but they're, uh, they're really, they're, they're the professionals in it. I'm just like, I just like talking to these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think we've probably taken up enough of your time. Oh, and that's good. I'm, yeah, that's fine. What, that's cool. What we would, uh, you know, we're going to encourage everybody to that listens to the, to the podcast, to throw some questions our way, get a hold of you, or uh, and then maybe we can do a follow up podcast and maybe talk, you know, answer some questions that people have. Um, but before we, before we sign off, I know there's one question that has haunted us all that we want to ask you is uh, how on earth? Because um, we're all friends with Chris Hahn. How on earth, when you did a reading on Chris Hahn, did you find anything <laughs> in there that you could even read? Um, because you totally took Mr. Super Skeptic yeah. and turned him into, like, he can't even talk about you without, like, just shaking his head and saying, oh, she made a believer out of me. Yeah. And he is, he, he is a definite skeptic. So it was super fun, and we just kind of his energy. We just clicked, and um, I said, "He goes, you gotta read me." So we sat down in the corner, got away from everybody, and I and it just kind of I don't know. He just had this really amazing energy that just it was easy to read, even at this huge thing that was happening with people all around us, and and 
his energy just was very, it flowed. And uh, well, you'll find that with people who eat dicks, um, their energy will flow. Uh, depending on how generous they are of their spirit, mm-hmm. energy will just flow. And so uh, it was, he, he was an easy read. As for a skeptic, he was an easy read. It, was, it wasn't bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. But it was fun. Even it was fun to read him. And actually, I have to go out there anyway because I was supposed to meet up with him when I was in Ohio, and but I, I didn't have time. So. Yeah. Well, I think he would be the perfect uh, person to take out on a on a squatting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, expedition. of course, yeah. he may be. They may want to adopt him into their family too. <laughs> they might want to. <laughs> they might want to. That's it too, because my thing is, I think you know. Uh, they were okay with me, probably because I'm a female, because I'm short, because I'm small. But I'm wondering how they would behave with a male, a big, you know, a tall, yep. wide male. You know, are they going to be threatened? Is this more of a threat? Um, so it just it just comes down to how submissive they feel a person is. Because I know that they'll come out to children. They'll come out and just play with kids. They'll check them out. They'll hang out with them. It's it's what are you going to do? With the, you know, what's this person capable of doing to me? What's their size? Yeah. And they know I'm not capable of anything. I'm just tiny compared to them. So they were out. They were out about. I, I, I will um, send you some of the pictures that I took of them, which are wicked. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. Really, really cool. Well, that's awesome. It's been. And, uh... and that's what they don't understand is why people have such a hard time of logging ghosts and squatching because they're there it's not like you have to spend hours scouring you know, the more they trust you um the more they're going to come out and play oh it's the only way i can say it <laughs> that's awesome yeah well i know well i know uh, i know i've certainly enjoyed uh having you on here and, and listening to uh to what you've had to say and hopefully the I know the rest of the guys probably. It was very be, interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Without question. Yeah. Without question. It's yeah. fun. It's, it's a fun topic. Everything about it's fun. It's yeah. just, it's just uh, there's so much that's new. It's constantly changing. And nothing is ever the same experience. And it's, um, you just can't get tired of it. You can't, none of it. I mean, I saw space, I saw alien ships when I was little. Uh, I could talk about all of this stuff. That, so, that, it sounds like that uh, would make a great follow-up episode. <laughs> yes, sure would. Yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. So, Definitely. So, well, Absolutely. What? We can talk about aliens next. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll let you uh, we'll let you get going, and thanks again for, right. uh, for Thank joining you, us. Thank you, Rebecca. And, uh, thanks a lot, guys. And you, you know, you guys should um, you should check out the Factor Fiction Fest at Horror Hub in September because you guys might want to get a booth there. Yes. Okay. That All would right. be nice. Thanks, Doctor. Yeah. All right. Thank All right. Well, we'll talk to you later on. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at Instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from.
Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>